Hello, everybody. Thank you for listening to The Beauty Project. Today, I speak with Greg. He is also known as the Hair Dad, and he does his daughter's hair online. And it's a really special interview to me. So I hope you enjoy and um, keep coming back listening to these. Thank you. All right. Hi, Greg. Welcome. Thanks for joining the Beauty Project. We're so happy to have you today. I'm going to have you introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about who you are and what you're up to. All right. Uh, my name is Greg Wickhurst. I am uh, I'm on social media. I'm known as the Hair Dad. Um, I've been uh, doing my daughter's hair for about six years now. Um, about five years ago, I had a viral story that went out about me, about how I learned how to do my daughter's hair, and well, now we're here. <laughs> That's great. How old is your daughter? Uh, she's eight now. She's a, yeah, she's a, she's eight. Awesome. And from our conversation before, I understood that you're a single dad, correct? Yep. Yeah. Um, her mom passed away when uh, she was four years old, and I've been raising her by myself since. All right. Yeah, that's a huge undertaking just in the broad spectrum of that, as well as doing her hair. And so I'm very excited to have you on here and have this conversation with you. Thanks. I'm excited to be here. I'm, I'm happy to be a part of it. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. So I just want to start off with how do you define beauty? Wow, um, I would probably go to the Webster's Dictionary and look it up. That's, <laughs> but what my own my own definition, I guess, uh, is it's um, something that you not necessarily attractive, but something that you that you find very pretty and um, and not necessarily you know physically. But uh, I was I was thinking about that earlier. Um, I figured that's probably going to be one of the questions, <laughs> um, but I, I figured it's something that whenever you see it, you just, it makes you happy or feel it. It makes you happy. Yeah. yeah. Feels good. Yeah, definitely. So I, I know you're not a hairstylist, right? Like you're not behind the chair working, but you do right. do your daughter's hair. And so I'm curious. Um, because you're kind of in the industry, but just outside of it, what does the beauty industry mean to you? Well, um, so it means a lot. I, I was a, I was an admissions representative at a college and, uh, it was a trade school. And one of the, one of the trades they taught is, uh, or that they teach is cosmetology. And so I enrolled a lot of cosmetology students. And so I'd always go through the a questionnaire um, asking them what why are they why are they wanting to be in the cosmetology industry and everybody had their own answers but the what it boiled down to is they want to help other people feel good about themselves to feel beauty to feel you know uh, pretty and and they like doing it themselves as well very powerful what's it like not having any hair wonderful it's really awesome. I, uh, I shaved my head when I was 24 and I'm 44 now. So I've been doing it. And the day I shaved it, I'm like, this is the best thing ever. I've never, I've, I have not combed my hair since then. 
never woken up and like, oh, my hair's all messed up. I'm going to be embarrassed. No, no, it's just what you see is what you get with me. You know, you go on a date with me, I jump in a pool and I get out. I look the exact same. No makeup running, no hair out of place. I love not having hair. But I, I do, sometimes, I swear, I, this is true. I have dreams probably about once a year uh, where I have a full head of hair and I feel so confident. <laughs> God, wow. I love your enthusiasm with that and the confidence. And then also having those dreams. When I was 19, I actually shaved my head and it was like oh, wow. the most powerful thing that I could have done. You know, it was just like this really liberating thing. And then after that, it was like, I started having dreams of like, okay, I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have hair again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh. I, I mean, I, I, uh, at this point, I, w I, I kind of wish I had the option. Now it's just, it's gone on top. So I don't want to look like, you know, an accountant or whatever with just having it on the sides. <laughs> I'm not about to wear a toupee. I'm not want to look like Donald Trump or anything. <laughs> oh, that's great. Okay. So I want to hear a little bit more about um, just how you started doing, doing your daughter's hair and, and what that's been like. Okay. Um, so when she, when my daughter was about, you know, she was about two and a half, I had already started cutting her, her hair, just the bangs because it was getting in her eyes and getting in her face and and uh she was looking like unkempt whenever she was getting dropped off at her baby or the uh, daycare when i'd go to work and she uh after a little while i realized you know because me and her mom had already uh had already separated at that point and so then I, I had custody of her and i i just i didn't want her to i, I hate saying this but it is what it is I didn't want her to look like she was being raised by a single dad because she was being raised by a single dad, you know? Um, I wanted her to have the option of being a tomboy or a princess or whatever she wanted to be, a dinosaur or a hot dog, whatever, right? <laughs> um, I wanted her to have that option, but in order for her to have that princess option, I knew that I'd have to learn how to do her hair. And so I tried, I tried things like, just doing a ponytail and I couldn't even because her hair was real thin at that time and it wasn't just it just wasn't enough to have a full ponytail I just wasn't I couldn't do it and so uh I saw this thing on YouTube this uh, video on YouTube uh dad doing his uh, daughter's hair and he had a, a vacuum cleaner you know the nozzle and he has the the hair tie on it pulls her hair in it and he pulls the the hair tie off and he's got a perfect ponytail and I tried that but I didn't know that I had to make the hair tie tight. So you gotta imagine there's a two-year-old with a vacuum cleaner sucking her hair. And uh, this is, it was so embarrassing. And then I pull and it was, she's already just like, okay, I trust you daddy, I don't know what's going on. But then I pull the hair tie off and it got sucked into the nozzle. And then the vacuum cleaner is going like, oh my gosh. Then gosh. she starts crying. Then I start crying. I'm like, I, I felt useless. I felt like, and this is horrible. I can't believe I just did that. I can't, I can't even do a ponytail. Um, so since I worked at a school that teaches cosmetology, I thought, well, why don't I just ask somebody to, to teach me how? And so I, I talked to the program director and 
she said she wanted to have one of the students help me. So I spent an hour with the student and she just taught me how to do a ponytail and she taught me how to do a bun. I thought buns were these crazy intricate things. They're like, I, I don't know how that's, I don't know how they do that, it's just magic. No, it was so easy. <laughs> I was kind of disappointed, <laughs> but happy that it wasn't that hard, you know? Um, so anyways, I, uh, she taught me how to do that, taught me how to braid. She initially tried to teach me how to French braid, and that was that was funny that she would think that. But, uh, <laughs> but because um, it literally took like a year for me to learn that one. Uh, but anyway, so I, I learned how to do those. And I went home and I tried to do some styles on my daughter's hair. And, uh, and she liked it. She liked me playing with her hair. And it was like, I would do her hair and she'd be dressed up in a little princess dress and, and it'd be great daddy daughter time. And, um, I found that it was, you know, it was just a fun way for us to hang out. Good, good way to, for us to bond. And so saw this article, uh, in, uh, the Huffington post. It was like 55 pictures on, uh, how, uh, or what single motherhood is like. And when I saw that, I'm like, why can't they just put parenthood? Why can't they just be, you know? And uh, so I, 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 like, I clicked on it. I wanted to see. And the very first thing was like, if you know a dad or if you are a dad and you want to be part of another article, then I'm like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> All right. I guess I'll do that. <laughs> and I sent in the, uh, like an album of some of the styles that, that I had made and put on Facebook. And uh, they replied with, we don't want to have you part of this story. We want to have a story about you. And I didn't know that that was going to change my life. <laughs> I, uh, I was like, yeah, okay, cool. No, no worries. Uh, so that came out in February of 2015. And like within, within a day, I was getting calls from like ABC. I mean, because the, like, the, the very next day after that came out, the local channels were there to interview me, ABC, NBC, CBS. Um, and then the day after that, all of the national companies were uh, uh, like the, the talk shows. Everybody was contacting me and I ended up flying up to uh, be on the Rachel Ray show. And then immediately after that, I was on some Japanese daytime show as like 10 million people on. It was like just crazy. And I'm like, all I did was just learn how to do my daughter's hair. You guys know that this is not like rocket science. Oh my God, a, a guy knows how to do hair. A lot of guys do. Um, <laughs> anyways, so, uh, uh, but I thought, I thought it was, I thought it was just ridiculous. Um, however, the way, the way that the media, um, has portrayed fathers is, uh, sometimes fair, but a lot of times it was not like, uh, Al Bundy, uh, just, you know, sitting on the couch, make me a sandwich with his hand down his pants and drinking a beer and that's not me no i'm uh i, I wanted to be an i am i am an involved dad you know uh and i wanted to show that yeah this is normal this is not a weird thing you know um and you know a lot of people were like you don't deserve this you shouldn't have this why it's only because you're a dad i'm like yeah you're right but until this becomes normal it will continue happening and so if you want to you if you want this to be normal then quit talking crap <laughs> but yeah. anyways that's really uh after that um I, I started getting messages from a lot of people saying hey can you show me how you did this style and i'm like i i guess so 
I got a camera and now I have, uh, now, I, now I make videos, make tutorials on, on how to do hairstyles. That's great. And when we had our phone call before, you had said something along the lines of that's what you're going to school for now, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I just love that, you know, this one simple thing of a ponytail has just redirected your entire life. <laughs> it has. It's, so through making the videos, I learned, uh, first of all, how to make videos because I'd, I'd never done that, never done that before. Um, like edit it and cut and splice and all that kind of stuff. Um, but to make the plan, figure out step by step, this is what I'm going to do, not just with the hairstyle, but this is where the camera's got to go. And this is how we got to do sound. And um, from that, I realized that's a lot of fun doing, doing video editing and shooting and directing and all that. I have, I have a lot of fun doing that. And so Again, me being an admissions rep, I was taking people in, taking students in and, and talking to them about going to school. And every one of them was like, I want to do something I love for my life. I want to do, I want to do something I'm passionate about. And not that I wasn't passionate about or not that I didn't love helping students. I did. It's not what I never thought that that's what I wanted to grow up and do, you know, never had a passion for it. Like, oh, this is cool. It's, it's something that I get to help the community, help people. Um, but it's not something that I do like, yes, I love, I love it, you know? So I thought, well, why don't I go to school? You know, at 42 years old, um, it's not too late, I don't think. And uh, so I thought, yeah, let's, and I did. So I'm uh, actually just a couple of weeks away uh, from, from graduating and I'm gonna, is, I'm graduating for, with graphic, graphic design, but that's the only degree they had that, that, uh, that at that school, so. Um, but I concentrated heavily in the, the video production. I love it. Great. I'm very excited for you. Congratulations. Thank you. So you'd mentioned the bond with your daughter and how doing her hair has uh, impacted that. How uh, do you want to say more about that? And just the, the time spent and just doing someone's hair um, for me, is extremely valuable like touching someone making them feel good so what is that like being a father with your daughter well i have nothing to compare it to because that's just the way you know that i've raised her um i couldn't imagine not wanting to you know have that kind of bond you know um i think that it's a and i've and i've 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 had people ask me um, dads, I've, I've had dads ask me, um, well, I don't, I haven't done my daughter's hair. You tell me, why do you, why should I do my daughter's hair? I don't know. That's a stupid question to me. I'm sorry. It is <laughs> like, why shouldn't you do your daughter's hair is really more of a <laughs> apropos, you know, question. Um, but, uh, I know without knowing how to do it, that's probably the, the main reason why, because I don't know how, well, why don't you learn? Uh, but uh to me um it's it is the the connection i think that's the best word for it it's the connection showing her that you can be gentle even though you're this large person compared to her little tiny tiny person um but you can you can uh 
sure that you are that you have a gentle side and that um you know you're not always just gruff and all that that you're uh that you'll do whatever you can to, to make sure that she she uh she, I, I don't know i think that it also builds trust oh definitely does uh, i have this memory um i guess it's just a photo i don't really remember it happening but of my dad brushing my hair and it's just like this really sweet photo and so when you were just saying it's like oh it was really nurturing i think yeah yeah i i i've been contacted by so many so many um people that uh, especially especially women that have said that growing up that's one of their favorite memories they have of their dad is the the, the time that they spent with you know with with him taking care of her and it's just just a sweet you know just a sweet memory and uh i'm i uh i again i just can't imagine i didn't know that this would be a, a huge thing i had no clue that was not my intention um i i don't know i think i've because I've, I've actually scaled back a little bit because we used to like do a whole bunch of shows throughout the year we'd do, do like uh about once a month we'd, we'd put on a, a class teach dads in the community how to do it um, and, it, and it was it was fun. I was actually gonna start. Or I started a business called the Hair Dad, um, and it originally was specifically just to go around the country with my daughter, showing people how to do hair. And then I realized that's my that's my fun dream, and it's not hers. She enjoys me doing her hair, but it you know sometimes she wants to have a ponytail. And uh, after her was it? She's gonna say just after her first grade. Uh, when it was summer, she's like, Daddy, can can I cut my hair short? And I was like, well, how am I supposed to teach people then, you know? And um, then I realized, you know, she wants it short, she can have it short. I can teach people how to do short hair. <laughs> but it's it's more than that, you know? Um, and so so I realized, you know, it's, it doesn't have to be an obsession. It doesn't have to be something you're doing every single day. It's something that um, now now it's to the point that, we we just do it whenever like if there's some kind of special event then we'll do so we'll look it up like hey is this is do you like this style let's try doing that you know and if she feels like she wants to have a class then then that's when we have a class yeah great yeah i, I was definitely wondering uh, how she was feeling about it and i love your um ability to meet her where she's at and um, i mean that's really where this came from it sounds like you know just like her wanting to have a ponytail and now she, you know in that circumstance like her wanting to have short hair is like going with the flow like yeah of course let's do that <laughs> it is it is um and she she had talked about uh like this summer like can i get my hair cut again i said you can but if you do just remember i won't be able to do these nice pretty braids that i used to do she goes yeah, I haven't had that in a long time. I'm not going to get my hair cut this summer. Okay. Yeah, that, that's I'm having a memory for myself of just like always wanting to cut my hair short and then being really sad like, oh man, I can't braid it. I can't do anything <laughs> with it. It's such a bummer. And then the grow out stage is always so terrible. <laughs> ah. <laughs> oh, so cool. Um, I'm curious about, I guess, I guess what it was like for you being a man 
when you were younger, you know, just like body image and self-esteem. Hair was actually important to me when I did have it. Uh, I used to have some wild hairstyles. Um, I used Aquanet back in the day and had like a, almost like a, uh, I guess it'd be like a, not a surface haircut, but I, I think of like a, a wave where it comes over and, and it comes this way and you have this side shaped or have lines in that side. I used to have bangs only where everything else was shaved and then just big. And sometimes I'd put those into little spikes or most times I just slicked it back. Looking back, very poor, you know, hair, hair choice. Uh, this is bad, made a lot of, uh, you know, uh, life, poor life choices. Those, that was one of them. But at the time, like that, that's how I expressed myself. I wanted to be different. Um, I've had a mohawk with the chicken, with the, all that. I've had to drive down the car, road with my head out the car because my hair is sticking out like that. Uh, that was Halloween. Um, so, uh, and I, 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 I was a rocker back in the day when I was like in middle school. So I had long hair. I had a mullet, short, short bangs and long in the back. Again, very poor life choice, but that really fit in. I was, I was uh, raised in Arkansas. So yeah, I fit right in there. Um, yeah, that's, uh, yeah, I've, I, I, like I said, I, I've had a lot, I, I think once I grew up, um, once I was like about to graduate high school and start, you know, once I joined the military, then I realized, you know, if I'm going to have, if I'm going to have like people respect me or people take me seriously, I think is a, a better way to, to put it. Cause I was in, in uh, like sales. I'm not going to be able to have purple hair not going to be able to have the the crazy styles that I used to have. Um, so then at that point, I started having just like, just regular, you know, high and tight haircuts and, and uh, that were easy to maintain. And then once I started getting a receding hairline, I'm like, well, I don't want people to start thinking that I'm older than I am. And so I'll go ahead and shave it. Nobody will know. And then they know. <laughs> but yeah, uh, 24, that's, that's when it, that's when it disappeared. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like for you, it was just like this awesome self-expression. For shaving the head? I guess that too, but yeah, like with your all, all your- Oh, I threw up my hair throughout the life. Yeah, yeah, and I think that, it, that that's what it is for a lot of people, and it's what it's been for me, you know, different phases of my life, my hair is different, and so I, I like the- the images of all your crazy hairstyles that I got. <laughs> now, uh, now my hair is when I when I my hairstyle would be this hat or this hat or maybe a bandana today, um, or I'm just gonna go au natural or shiny, <laughs> or I'm I'm gonna be a bad boy. No. <laughs> yeah, that's fun. Cool. So, um, yeah, like, I guess just with your daughter and her self-esteem as well, like, I'm curious, she's eight years old. Is that, mm -hmm. is that third grade? Second grade? Fourth grade? Yeah, she's going into third grade. Third grade. Okay. 
Um, uh, I'm like, I have no idea. Um, <laughs> does she talk anything about her her image and with her hair and just like the way that she dresses? What's that like? Um, so she uh, she has a older sister that's two years older than her. Um, it's a sister from another mister and they've they've always grown up as best friends and um even on her even on their mom's deathbed she uh she that's what like her her dying wish please let them grow up together as much as possible um and we have we have um actually she's she's up visiting with her right now for the next couple of days so this summer they're basically just either my house or the dad's house my house or the dad's house and so um <clears throat> they have complete, complete different body types and hair. And that blows me away because I do, I do uh, her sister's hair as well. She's been a model for, for me whenever I've done uh, the, 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 the tutorials as well. So um, she, uh, my daughter is, she's tall uh, for her age, but her, her sister's even, even taller because she's older and all that. Um, but her, her sister is like really skinny and my daughter, she's not, she's like, she's not when I, not like, how do, I don't know how to put it. Um, she's just, she's like a, a big girl, you know, she's not a, she's not fat. She's just, she, and she's healthy. She's just like big, like a, I don't know, a linebacker, I guess. Um, and she will be, that's just a little, my family. We're, I mean, I'm six foot one and my sisters, she was tall and uh, we're just tall people. And so, um, but uh, I mean, her sister just went through a uh, a growth spurt, and she. So my daughter was just as as tall as her sister, but even bigger. I I say these things because she does have sometimes negative body issues at eight years old, and it breaks my heart because I hear her say things that I'm like, you. She shouldn't even have these. She didn't even. She shouldn't even know these thoughts. You know but it's she sees it on wherever she sees it i need to find them and tell them quit saying it youtube <laughs> but uh she uh she'll she'll say things like you know i i uh, i'm fat i'm like you no no you're not you know um when i when i do take her like we went to this uh, daddy daughter dance um not too long ago she I know she felt like a, a princess. She really just, uh, the way her hair is, I put these flowers in her hair and these four different buns and all this really cool, cool stuff. And when, and she had this just like almost a wedding gown, those peach, peach colored dress and these shoes that were like high heels almost for, um, but she could still walk in them and all that. Um, she, I know she felt like Belle, you know, she felt the, the, the Belle of the ball. Uh, and so I know that I, I try to combat those thoughts and, and, and teach her that that's, you know, everybody's different. Um, and it's really, to me, it's what I teach her is it's how you treat people is what makes you beautiful to me. That's, that's the, that's, I think that's the definition of, of beauty. Um, it's how you treat people. Um, anyways, so, uh, 
that's that's what I try to instill in her, and that's the what the uh, as far as like the body issues and or the body, what what she thinks of herself, <clears throat> is is unfortunately you know it's it's the world, and, and she she has she has other influences, and that and she does have that sometimes, but I, I try to teach her that that's not the way it is. Yeah, it's a difficult line to to walk. Um, I'm not a parent, but I can only imagine, you know, I've seen my parents deal with me and my body image stuff and can only ha imagine how challenging that is to, to see this amazing being that you created and you're yeah. a role model. And then they're experiencing this negative thing about their their temple, their body, they're like, no, it's not yeah. that way at all. And especially being being a parent, um, and I know moms feel the same way as a dad seeing my daughter, and she she is my only my only daughter. Um, so she is the most beautiful thing. She is the most beautiful person that in in my world ever, you know. And so for her to say that absolutely kills me. It breaks my heart. And she doesn't know that. Yeah. Brings tears to my eyes, definitely. I, I can relate to that. Yeah. Um, what else do I want to ask you? I... I've been asking people, what do you feel like people get wrong about the beauty industry? Um, do you feel like that question would apply to you? I mean, I see it, or I, I did see it when I was working at the, the school. Um, I know that I, I ended up being like, friends with so many of the cosmetology students there once <laughs> so many of them would come in and they're like I want to do hair tutorials I uh, I, I know there's a, there's actually a guy here in town <laughs> they'd be telling me about who I am and I'm like oh yeah you're hair dad huh yeah I know him. that's me <laughs> no 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 this is this other guy no he was like no he's really like let me show you <laughs> you know um so uh the i don't know i think that i i you know what there is something uh doing somebody's hair is not just cutting their hair it's not you know there it takes a tremendous amount of training to to, to learn how to do that properly so you know, when saying like, I don't want to spend more than $5 for a haircut. I mean, I can understand that for me, <laughs> but uh, you know, to, to ask a cosmetologist to give, you know, hey, do me a favor, give me a, give me a free haircut or something like that. No, there's a lot of training, a lot, a lot. And that, I mean, I, I know that, I don't know how that is like across the country. I, I know that's a huge thing here in, in my city in Pueblo. Pueblo is one of the poorest cities in Colorado. Colorado is awesome. Pueblo is, is a, it's a great city. I love Pueblo. It's just a very, it's just a poor city. 
So a lot of people, they, they do that. And I know that I've heard that. I've heard that complaint from cosmetologists is that they are constantly asked to do it for free or do it for five bucks. And you can't make a living from that. You know, I'd be like, Hey, uh, <laughs> give me this car for thousands of dollars less. That's what you do. You, you sell cars so you can do it because Hey, hook it up. You know, don't do that. You know, they're, you're, they're, they're your friend. They're your family member. You should actually be paying more. You should be helping them. This is how they make their living. That's, that's, I don't know. That's, that to me is what I'd say. Yeah, I love that. Um, yeah, that's something that I definitely have battled with being a hairstylist is, you know, charging your worth. And when someone's challenging that, it's like, I have to eat too. I have to pay my rent, you know, like there's a lot of costs that go into it, you know, with, you know, paying for continued education and, so, you know, all of that adds up and the last lot. Like 1800 here in Colorado, it's like 1800 hours is, is what you have. I just spent 1800 hours to go learn. And I have all of these, this, this time behind the chair for me to give you a $5 haircut. You want me to give you a $5 haircut? Okay. I, what I would do is I'd, I'd cut $5 worth and then you want the rest of the haircut. Then you're going to pay me the rest of the, the money. <laughs> yeah. And it's your time you know and and charging your worth of of your time and the last salon that i was working at really pushed that and i love that and i you know i'm not in a salon right now but that's something that i really stand by yep and <laughs> duels aren't free <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yeah, I like that. I'm gonna, the next I, uh, I hear a cosmetologist tell me something like that. I'm going to tell them. I like that. <laughs> you want a five dollar haircut? Come here. Let me give you. Let me give you a five dollar haircut. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want the rest that of it? Five dollar haircut. You get the bangs. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> five dollar mullet. <laughs> so good. All right. So you are about to graduate. And I'm curious, like, what's next for you? What What's on the horizons? Maybe just for you, maybe you and your daughter, so on and so forth. So right now, I'm not 100% sure. I know the direction I want to go. Uh, like I said, I already have my business. Um, and so, and I've always been an entrepreneur. Um, I've always, uh, I've, owned, I've owned, this is my second company I've owned. Um, what I what I plan on, not necessarily that it's going to happen. My life keeps just going. <laughs> Five years ago, I had no clue how any of this was going to happen. You know. Anyways, uh, through the video, what I what I want to do, uh, you know how you hire a photographer to come take pictures of like say your family once a year, like uh, so you hang them up and all that. You hire people usually like hire videographers for special events like um, a birthday party or a graduation or quinceanera. I can't even pronounce it. <laughs> um, so, but they usually don't hire videographers as the event like they do with the photographers. And I want to, 
I want to be the event. And what I mean by that is instead of just having pictures, I want to make a video of like a snapshot of their life at that time. Uh, maybe even like ask the same questions every year. Like uh, who's your favorite superhero or um, what's y'all's relationship today? You know, um, even if it's like, uh, even if it's not a once a year thing, which that's great because that to me that's residual income. But uh, even if even if it's not that, even if it's a one-time thing, uh, what I, I think the biggest thing what I want to do is tell inspirational stories. For example, that's that's what I did as my final project. My uh, my teacher told everybody, okay, whatever it is that you want to do for a living do that for your final project and that's perfect for me because or for everybody because then now you have something for your portfolio this is what i want to do right so my video that i made was instead i was originally going to be a day in the life of this is actually my daughter's older sisters and having them hang out and you know have some really cute shots and all that however she has an older sister that is 25 years old and 18 months ago she had a miscarriage and now she's right now through that she's also now raising one of her younger sisters and so i ended up shooting this story about the miscarriage and then you know the introduction the obstacle what happened and now what they're doing to overcome it and <clears throat> I've had so many people come in and and uh, do interviews with me and showing, okay, this is this is this guy, he had a problem and here's how he over he overcame it. <clears throat> and I've I've you know people have used that as an inspirational story. Um, I love being and I love inspiring people. And so if I can inspire others without you know having to talk about myself um, and show normal people day, day lives they have everybody has a story to tell everybody has something that they've done or something that they've overcome i want to do that i want to show just normal people's inspiring stories great yeah yeah god thank you for saying yes to that that's a great idea and i'm excited i'm excited to see what you come <laughs> up with thank you <laughs> Yeah. All right, Greg. Um, I am going to have you create your beauty statement. So um, okay. basically, I'm just going to read you the first half of the sentence, and then you're going to fill it in. Um, and it can be as long or as short as you want, whatever feels good in your heart. Okay? Okay. All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Beauty to me is? Beauty to me is treating people the way that you want to be treated and also being treated the way you, you deserve. Doing my daughter's hair means to me. Doing my daughter's hair means to me having to get up an extra 15 minutes earlier. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> So that my daughter can go to school rocking the best hairstyle and all the other kids are like, 
how cool and all the parents are like oh god why does that guy have to show up <laughs> and all the teachers are like oh thank god i don't have to do that kid's hair <laughs> oh so good um i i am beautiful because i am beautiful because i say so okay <laughs> no because yeah. i think i no yeah. i am beautiful because i because i think i am great i'm gonna add one just on the fly your daughter is beautiful because yes um my daughter is beautiful because she makes herself that way not because i make her hair that way oh i want to give you a hug <laughs> <laughs> oh ah! <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> oh, so good. Thanks, Greg. Um, okay. Great. Sounds good. Thanks, Greg. You're wonderful. Thanks for showing up and sharing your beautiful story. You make the world more beautiful. I'm I'm excited for you. I want to I want to see when all of this is done. Yeah. What happens from it? I'm excited yeah. for you. Groovy. Thank you. Thanks for letting me be a part of it. Awesome. All right, all right Greg. I'll talk to you soon. All right, see ya. Bye. Okay, bye.